Welcome to Tax Notes Talk, a podcast from Tax Notes, the leading source of tax news, information, and analysis. Welcome to the podcast. I'm David Stewart, Editor-in-Chief of Worldwide Tax Daily. Since the mid-1980s, U.S. income tax brackets have been adjusted every year to account for inflation. Until now, that measurement of choice has been the Consumer Price Index. But both the House and Senate tax reform bills have included a new measurement of inflation, the Chained Consumer Price Index, or Chained CPI. What is it, and what effect will it have? Tax Notes Today reporter Zoe Sagalow is here to walk us through the issue. Zoe, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Dave. Before we begin, I should note that we're recording this on December 6th. As of this recording, both the House and Senate have passed their own versions of the tax reform bill, and a conference committee is expected to work out the differences between the two. Zoe, what is the Consumer Price Index, and where does it come from? And what effect will changing to a chain CPI have? The Consumer Price Index is calculated by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and it's measured using a fixed set of goods. Economists always call it a fixed basket. The chained Consumer Price Index takes into account that when prices for one good rise, consumers might substitute that good for another one that costs less. For example, suppose you go to the grocery store and normally you buy beef, but this week you see the price has gone up for beef. So then you might decide to buy chicken this time because it's less expensive. How much of a difference does this measurement make? Well, chain CPI tends to grow about 0.2% or 0.3% slower. So that's why income tax thresholds for the tax brackets would increase by smaller amounts each year. And the increases in each year in the size of the standard deduction would be smaller too. Now that difference sounds pretty small, but I take it it adds up over time. Yes, exactly. Mark Goldwyn of the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, a think tank, told me that in the 10th year, after the change to using chain CPI, the standard deduction would be 2 or 3% lower than it would have been if we had continued using the previous measure of inflation. Why are lawmakers proposing this change now? Well, the Joint Committee on Taxation has scored the tax bills, and the revenue it estimates these provisions would raise is somewhat substantial. The estimate of the provision in the House bill was that this provision would raise about $128 billion over 10 years, and in the Senate bill, it's estimated to raise about $134 billion over 10 years. But that estimate of the Senate bill doesn't yet take into account any potential impact from keeping the individual alternative minimum tax. Keeping the individual AMT is one of the newer provisions that change CPI would now apply to in the Senate bill. Another reason to propose this change is the economic argument that change CPI is a more accurate measure of inflation. This is what Goldwyn at the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget told me. CPI that is not chained CPI usually compares people's spending with their spending in the previous year, which Goldwyn said would tend to overstate inflation. He also pointed out that if you were to instead compare people's spending with next year's spending, that would understate inflation. Now, I know I've heard this debate about changing the inflation measurement before. Where has it come up? Yes, there's been talk of using it before. President Obama proposed applying chain CPI to tax brackets as part of his fiscal 2014 budget proposal. And even earlier, during the 2011 deficit talks, changing to using chain CPI as the federal government's measure of inflation actually had bipartisan support. That change would have restricted the growth of benefits for Social Security. At this point, though, Congress is just considering using it on the tax side, not on the spending side. So some see chain CPI as a more accurate measurement and that it also increases revenue. What is the counterargument? 
Well, Paul Vandewater at the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities explained that because chain CPI as a measure of inflation grows more slowly, taxpayers would move up into higher and higher marginal tax brackets faster, so they would have to pay more in taxes. Now, while Goldwyn had said that chain CPI is more accurate, Vandewater said it's probably more accurate in some cases, but not in others. Vandewater was also concerned that chain CPI will start to be used for spending bills rather than just tax bills. And he's concerned, for example, that it will be used for Social Security, as was proposed in the past. And he thinks that would have a disproportionate effect on low-income people. Now, congressional Democrats have been largely left on the sidelines in this tax reform debate, but what have they said on the issue? Well, Representative Earl Blumenauer, he's a Democrat from Oregon on the House Ways and Means Committee, has criticized the use of chain CPI as a measure of inflation. He pointed out that it's a lower adjustment and over time it would pull taxpayers into higher brackets because of inflation. He's also concerned about the increase in the national debt in the tax bill. And he's concerned that using chain CPI would make that even worse. He pointed out that Congress has authorized an increase in the budget of $1.4 trillion. But because of inflation, that would grow to $2 trillion, he said. Would it be safe to say that moving to a chain CPI is a done deal, at least for tax policy? Probably, yes. Given it's in both the House bill and the Senate bill, if tax reform passes, it's safe to say it will be included in the final bill. Zoe, where can listeners find you online? You can find me on Twitter at The Saga of Zoe. That's Z-O-E at the end. Thank you for being here. That's it for this week. You can find me on Twitter at TaxDo, that's S-T-E-W. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at taxanalyst.org. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play to make sure you get the next episode of Tax Notes Talk. Tax Notes Talk is a production of Tax Notes. You can learn more about us by visiting www.taxnotes.com backslash products. When major media wants the straight story, they turn to Tax Notes. Thank you for listening, and join us again for another edition of Tax Notes Talk. Tax Analyst Inc. does not provide tax advice or tax preparation services. Nothing in the podcast constitutes legal, accounting, or tax advice. A full disclaimer is included in the transcript.